there and welcome to Midnight Movie Mania, the movie podcast all about movies from the 50s to today. I am your host, John, and with me is my co-host, Spike. Hi there. Hi there. Right then, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you waving? <laughs> tonight, we were supposed to do Murder by Death. However, I cannot find my copy for Love Nor Money. And the copy I had on VHS disappeared. So, uh, I thought we'd do the third of the fan-voted movie, which was... Uh, it's actually the second, rather, which was... Um, uh, today's movie clue <laughs> so here we have that one we're doing the mid 80s comedy horror uh what the hell this thing is who done it? <laughs> <laughs> it, it yeah i don't it it's it's yeah it's hard to it, it's it's hard to pigeonhole it's a comedy it's definitely a comedy definitely yeah. Yeah. a comedy a comedy above all else mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah yeah <clears throat> where did you first uh, see this thing I saw it in the theater in oh 1985. God. Oh my God. So which, and did you get the, oh, hold on. The, the, uh, I got the Miss Scarlet ending in the theater. Right. So that's what, the, the second ending, first, first ending? The first one. Okay then. Okay then. Okay then. The first one okay that then. they show in the, you know, the current version. Yes, Miss Scarlet. See, I first saw this a way back in 1991. I believe it was the last day before summer holidays and they brought it in on VHS. So we watched it and I went, my God, this is camp. <laughs> <laughs> camp personified. Um, and uh, for years I get this and Murder by Death mixed up because the two were kind of the same movie, but one's a bit more comedy and the one's a bit more darker. Yeah. That makes yeah, sense. <laughs> I've, I've often said in the past that um, a clue exists because murder by death existed. Mm. It's like mm-hmm. murder by death was the wind, the wind beneath clues wind. <laughs> one, was, one, would, uh, one, one would exist without the other. Mm. Okay, then. okay, then. okay. By the way, speaking of detectives, who is your favorite detective of all time? Of all time, yes. Columbo. Okay, okay. See, for me, I'm a sucker for Murder She Wrote or the modern day Sherlock. But my all time favourite modern one has to be Lucifer for him. Lucifer. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like I said, a classic one would have to be Murder She Wrote. I mean, because my aunt, my, my, my granny used to love watching it and I watched it with her every Sunday. So. Uh, and like every gay guy of of a certain age, <laughs> Murder She Wrote is, is up there. Judy Fletcher's up there. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess is I know my granny loved the murder mystery Agatha, uh, again, Agatha Christie stuff, like uh, the Murder Cracked, Murder on Express. Uh, what's that one with the boat? A Death on the Nile, which is actually yeah. Murder Cracked. I'm not saying. And various other ones. Um, and then she liked Columbo, but I thought Columbo was a bit too boring. You know. Too slow. Oh, it was great though because you know exactly who did the crime. You just didn't know exactly how and how Columbo was going to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It, it kind of turned the genre uh, on its end a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was a very clever show. 
I love the uh, just one more thing, you know. <laughs> I thought I love that one. Just just one more thing. Yeah, exactly. He's at the notepad going, okay then, okay then. And the the sheer um um I don't know incompetency if that's a word he portrays. Yeah. Uh, it's like okay, it's a bit like Dewey from Scream. Where he goes, yeah, uh, yeah uh, and it's the whole thing where what if my incompetency is actually a shield because I'm a quite intelligent person. Right, exactly. Uh, See, and I like, he was just a bumbler. He was just bumbled through. He didn't. He he was very. He was so smart, and yet he portrayed this like you know I'm just a bumbling guy. I you know mm. you're gonna get to buy me. You know you will. <laughs> you don't. You don't. You never do. Yeah, yeah. And just one more thing. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just one more thing. I am very, very smart. <laughs> I just love that one, but just one more thing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what you say is, oh, a gay guy of a certain age, it has to be uh, G.B. Fletcher, a.k.a. Murder Shiro. Um, because they were just, like, so stupid. You can tell a mile away who was the most of them. You could tell, okay, it's such a person done it, and this is how they've done it. Or it's the... You haven't got a close hand, and she goes, "Oh, I think this this button lying on the crime scene." So it's you or there, and I'm like, "What? Okay, how? What?" <laughs> <laughs> it was typical '80s television. It really yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. I found this button lying on the floor. Therefore, you're a murderer. You did it because of this, this, this. I'm like, okay then. Hmm. <laughs> right then, let's get into the nuts and bolts of this thing. So this had a budget of fifteen million dollars, and it made fifty million dollars. <laughs> uh, all because of the notorious three endings, or if you believe Tim Curry, four endings, but one was never shot. Oh, so, really? yeah, was, really. Sorry. The fourth sorry. one was never shot. No, the fourth one never, never shot. No. It, it was written down in the script. Also, was never shot. Oh. Okay. Something to do with um, it was oh shit I can't remember what it says now but something about he was supposed to be one of the victims or something like that because the whole bit where uh, the bit I've done it would have been too obvious right <laughs> so hmm uh, anyway so let's talk about the cast we have an all star cast here <laughs> Tim Curry yay uh, Eileen Brennan Christopher Lloyd or Chris Lloyd uh, Madeline Khan Martin Mull uh, what am I now? Michael McKean, Leslie Ann Warren, Colleen Camp, and Lee Ving. Uh, the director, Jonathan Lynn, who is famous in Britain for Yes Minister, Yes Prime Minister. Uh, he's a writer for that. He also directed My Cousin Vinny and The Whole Nine Yards. So he's got a mixed in <laughs> catalogue. <Yeah. laughs> mm. Um. So the plot, six people are sent to a large house by an anonymous host. Said host is killed, so it's down to the six plus the butler and uh, the maid and the cook to figure out who done it. Along the way, the maid and cook is killed and secrets are spilled throughout the night. So who done it? Let's find out here. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, now, what I don't remember about this movie was the whole who done it angle. That didn't quite work for me when I first watched this. I was like, oh, wait, what? Because I always thought it was the butler who had done it because it's obvious the butler always does it. But then it's like, no, 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 it was Mr. 
blah, 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 or it was Missy's, blah, 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 or it was da, 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 da. I'm like, but the power does it. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you ever play the game growing up? No, I can't no. stand Cluedo or Clue. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have got some interesting things here. Apparently, Tim Curry was third picked to pay, to play uh, what's called Wadsworth. Yeah. Uh, number one was Leonard Rossiter, who was a TV star in Britain in a thing called Rising Damp. He was also in 2001: A Space Odyssey. Uh, at the beginning of the movie, where he's on the plane going to the moon, the Pan Am plane going to the moon. With a pen, because that's... Anyway, uh, but he died in 1984, so he was... Nope. Second picked was Ron Atkinson, a.k.a. Mr. Bean, uh, Blackadder, or Johnny English. Yeah, he, um, he, was, he was not... He was not well-known at the time, though, was he? Yeah, yeah, no, no, he wasn't. No, I've got it down here. He wasn't known as, at the time. He's also in an unofficial Bond movie, Never Seen Ever Again. Where he plays Nigel Small Fawcett, <laughs> which is where he got the idea from, I think, for Johnny English. Um, and then Tim Curry got it because it's Tim Curry. I mean, why wouldn't you give it the kid? <laughs> yeah. Who is the, the driving force of this movie? I just love his exaggerations and his whole spirit and the whole, you know, he, he's the driving force for this movie. Yeah, and well, he was apparently he had known um, Livingston for like 16 years, so they were like all right. Interesting. So when so whenever everybody else was like, nope, 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 that's not gonna work, he turned to him and was like, would you do it? And Mm. and Tim Curry has said it's one of his favorite movies that he's done. Yes, 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 yes. I love that one. It's quite interesting. Another thing that made my jaw hit the floor: the house is actually a set, right? Is the hotel in Dynasty? Just redressed. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, how did that come about? You just kind of wonder. I have no idea. I'm going Dynasty? What, the Joan Collins thing with the shoulder pants and the hair? Yeah. That thing? <laughs> they just painted everything white. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, all I know about Dynasty is notorious fight scene in the what was it, a pond, a pool or something like that? Oh, yes. Yeah, they fell in the pool. Yeah, that was classic. I yeah, was Dynasty back in the day. <laughs> I so saw, <laughs> all I know about that is the ridiculous dresses that the woman were wearing, ridiculous outfits most of people were wearing, and the cat's fight scenes between, what was it, Alexis and... What the Crystal. Fuck, uh, Crystal. Crystal. That's all I remember about it. You know, I mean... But yeah, the, the cat fights were like, oh, God... Yeah. Mm. Uh, Kerry Fisher was supposed to play, uh, was it Miss Scarlet, I believe it was? Yeah. yeah. But she went to rehab, so uh, she was replaced. Yeah, well, she got, she got, uh, she got a special consent contingency from her doctors to get mm. out to play the part, but the insurance, the production insurance company wouldn't insure it. Oh, interesting. Interesting. So, I've, I've yeah. heard that one. I mean, so because yeah. I spent. What the whole day scouting internet for stuff, and this is the stuff that I've come up with. This whole I knew about Kid Fisher's problems with um substances, shall we say? Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, well, hmm. <laughs> and yeah, look, Kid Fisher's actually uh, or was rather a script doctor, you know, she was doing like ghostwriting stuff for various movies, um, 
I'm trying to think of the movie off the top of my head, which she actually goes for it. I can't remember off the top of my head, but yeah, she was a ghostwriter. So. Yeah. Uh, the director hated ad-libbing. So the one and only line, allegedly, is... What is it now? Did it? Flames! On the side of my face! Flames! I... I... Flames! I... I... Flames! Yeah, so... Oh, that was like the one of the funniest parts of the movie. <laughs> she's doing that. And it's like painful because you're like watching it and thinking, you totally know she's ad-libbing it. Where is it going? <laughs> I love the... The um, the guy behind him, she, she, he's like, what the fuck is she doing? <laughs> um... On to another piece of information. Uh, what am I now? The maid, Yvette, was allegedly supposed to be played by Madonna. Could you imagine? Yeah. Oh, gosh. No. Demi Moore was up for it, and so was Jennifer Jason Lee. But Jennifer Jason Lee was supposed to be too young. I was like, okay, then. Yeah. Um, Colleen Camp, however, wore the maid's outfit, which was a size too tight for the boobs hanging out, so she got hired on the spot. I was like, I should do. <laughs> uh, I mean, could you imagine that? But oh, I'm here for the for the maid. Okay, then what do you have? She takes off the outfit, oh, the, outfit the jacket, and okay, yeah. so I see, I've, you've got two reasons why. You, okay, then you're hired. <laughs> uh, Hollywood in the '80s, eh? Oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what do I know? Leslie and Warren couldn't sit or breathe in a dress because of the corset underneath the breast. So she had to lean against the walls in order to breathe. I was like, what the f-? That's why she's leaning against the walls and leaning on doors and sitting on the table and such, because she can't sit there. Yeah, well, they yeah. used to get, during the filming, they got together and they would play uh, pool Ooh. at the pool yeah. table. And she yeah. couldn't play because she couldn't bend over to take <laughs> the ball. So she she was not part of that. <laughs> oh my god I, just, I, I mean my jaw hit the phone I read that this morning was like you've got to be shit she couldn't fucking breathe because it's a 50 style dress and she's wearing the, the although what happened to her little cape thing she had she had a little like, chiffon cape thing it just disappeared halfway through the movie oh you're right it did I don't think I ever noticed that until now uh, I mean because when you first met her she got that ridiculous Jurassic Park style headdress and, and she takes it off and gives it to Tim Curry, puts it in the closet or a cupboard or whatever it is. And then she's wearing this like chiffon thing over the shoulder and it's all draping down. I'm like, it, it disappears between half feet. I'm like, <laughs> what the, what happened to the... <laughs> <laughs> and also, does her dress change colour? Or is it just my, my eyesight? Because it goes from green to purple and then back to green. And then there's a blue one and it goes back to green. Oh, really? Now, is no. it my, my eyesight? <laughs> I'll definitely have to watch this again. <laughs> I mean, because I'm technically colorblind in one of the eyes. So I was watching this, after, this afternoon with my partner, and he goes, you're full of shite, it's green. I goes, it's fucking purple. <laughs> and it's, not, it's green. So, mm. so I, I have no idea. I was going, that's a different dress. That's a fucking different dress. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, yes. This is set on Wednesday, the 9th of June, 1954, during the McCarthy trials, allegedly. Because apparently on TV, the cook is watching the, yeah. the trials. Yeah. So, yeah, I recognize. I saw that on the screen. I'm like, oh, that's McCarthy. Um, all right. <laughs> I mean, I'm going. So, 50. What was that? That was during the. What was that? Be, Red, Red Scare, wasn't it? During the, no, yeah, that was during the Red Scare and the uh, whole um, McCarthyism stuff where. 
Hollywood people were communists and he would get them blackballed and, mm-hmm. Colin mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. It would have been 1954, I believe. Yeah, 54 years, uh, yes. Which reminds me, maybe we, we should cover, uh, what's that called, Vision of Body Snatchers, the 50s one. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not a patch on the other one, the 78 one, where you've got, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, Donald Sutherland going, oh, yeah. you know, the... Yeah. Uh, the that <laughs> freaked me out, kid, man. Oh, my gosh, that freaked me out. That was a... Terrible movie to watch as a small child. <laughs> okay, I'm doing that. What you know, if you can see it, I'm pointing at the screen with a, with a jaw hanging out. Going, oh. <laughs> oh my god! Because I watched that. What was it last last year or previous year with my boyfriend? He never saw it before. I'm sitting going like on a couch. Because <laughs> 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 what <are> you do. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say yeah, we have to do that because that's a classic B movie fifties. Oh yeah. Thing, I mean, oh my god. I mean, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I watched that as a kid also. I watched that uh, the synthetic version. It must have been on TV, so I must have been about two, oh, three, sick. and that thing freaked me the fuck out the whole oh, bit yeah. where the, the body melts, uh, oh, the yeah. pod thing. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> and I swear to God, I thought my mother was a changeling sort of thing. For oh. once, year, but I nearly a year after it, I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh my god! It didn't also help that um, one night I was taking Stinger down the stairs and she's watching some weird old fifties movie about the thing where it gets to the back of the neck, and I can't remember what that is now. For the life of me, I think it's if it's from Mars. I think it is. Oh, with the parents. Yeah. 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 And that again fucked with my mind. I was like. She's a pod person. <laughs> <laughs> so, mm. oh my God. Uh, let me see what else we've got down here. Oh yeah, John Landis wrote this, but couldn't come up with an ending. So he gave it to his good friend, Jonathan Lynn, to fix it. So, yay. Apparently that's why there's four different endings. Because Landis had no idea how to, to do the murder mystery part. Oh. <laughs> He also thought that the three endings would like bring people back to the theater to watch to try to catch the other endings. Yeah, yes, yeah, that did not happen. No, no, no. Because no. <laughs> you watch that, but it's a Monday morning. You've seen the the, the movie on the say the Friday. You go to the the coffee or the 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 water thingy, which I can go. Do you see the ending? Yeah, it was the butler. I don't know, wasn't it? it was blah blah. No, it wasn't it? Was the butler? No, it was the uh, fight. So yeah, mm. it was it was a clever idea, but you know it. In the theater, it didn't it didn't work having that many going on. Because mm. then you were just like, okay, the entire first part of the movie doesn't matter because it could be anybody. Yeah, yeah. Like they wrote the entire movie and was like, um, yeah, we'll just come up with something for the last ten minutes. I've got down here Landis left to direct Spies Like Us. Which is a Dan Aykroyd Chevy oh, Chase movie, which is fucking terrible, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> so he gave the director reins over to Jonathan Jonathan Lynn, which I think was his first actual movie. I'm really right, which is why it's a bit of a shambles. Oh really? Shambles. Well, no shambles. That's a wrong thing to say. A bit of a it needs a bit more polish, I think, because he's a first time director. So mm, oh. if you get what I mean, I mean, as you, you mentioned the, the three different endings, although. 
four different endings, but the other one wasn't filmed. And the gimmick failed because it's not 1956 anymore and you're not William Castle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, hmm. Uh, I'll put here. Mr. Body is leaving the lead singer of a punk band called Fear. Mm-hmm. I have no idea about who the fuck Fear is. <laughs> <laughs> it was fairly well known at the time. But not not that time. It was prior to nineteen eighty five, but yeah. Well yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I mind punk was what, seventy seven to like eighty I don't know, six? Mm, I would not know. I'll say yes to make you <laughs> make you feel smart. <laughs> <laughs> no, because um my brother was into punk uh and he said it started in the seventies and ended just before uh, the new romantic stuff started. So oh. that was about 84. You know, because you couldn't stand romantic stuff. You couldn't stand any of this new romantic stuff. The whole, um, oh, God, I'm trying to think of 80s bands off the top of my head. Uh, <laughs> shit. Uh, nah, 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 I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Da, 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 what do you call oh. it? Spandau Bali and stuff like that. And, yeah, um, yeah, the progressive mm. movement, yeah. So he couldn't well, stand we- Progressive here. I don't know what you guys called it. The post-punk mm. era was a lot of progressive music. Mm. He called it. What was it? Uh, shit electronic music. And I was like, oh for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was its official title, but. <laughs> oh my God! Because uh, I remember him used to get his because my brother's about what same age as you, I think. Oh okay. So yeah, because he's my oldest brother. Anyway, moving on, because <clears throat> I've got two brothers, I've got my older brother, I remember the brother, and there's me, so. Okay. Um, uh, and he used to, used to, like, on a Saturday night, play, like, um, uh, Spandau Ballet. No, Spandau Ballet, uh, what's called that one? Uh, oh, God, is it status, yeah, status quo, and blast that to hell, the whole uh, money for nothing thing. Oh, okay. Oh, and he used to, Oh my god! You should blast the fucking Top Gun uh, soundtrack. I'm like, oh Jesus Christ, Top Gun, or it was the Voice Brothers soundtrack, uh, which is why I can like the Voice Brothers soundtrack. So, mm-hmm. and it was bits of stuff he was. But my other brother was into like um, uh, various like crappy ass eighty stuff, which I have no idea what the fuck it was. So, mm-hmm. and there was me sitting there going, "Yay, Madonna! Yay, Kylie!" You know. <laughs> Anyway, uh, where was I? Did it? Moving on stuff. Yeah, when Tim Curry says in 44 minutes the cops will show up, they show up on the 45 minute mark. So creative oh. writing. Oh, nice. Nice editing there. So hmm. yeah. Uh, on to a thing that I found out about Clue or Cluedo. It was invented in 1943 by a guy called Tony. Uh, is it Tony A. Pratt? Uh, he was a murder mystery party planner or fan of the thing because this is before the war uh, World War II that is he then tried to launch it during the war but because of the war efforts were needed um, he patented it in 1949 however it wasn't launched until sorry it wasn't launched until 1949 after the war he patented it in 44 so it's a bit after World War II oh. it then hit America in 53 and was bought by uh Oh shit! Who the hell owns it in America? <laughs> Parker Brothers. 
in 50, or did I say 53, so, and they, they, they renamed it Clue, instead of Clodo, so. What, what, what's, what's Clodo? I mean, what does that word mean? It means, uh, what, so someone's told me that it's, um, Clue would be, obviously a clue, a dude has been playing or knowing a clue or something like that, I, I think that's oh. how the hell it works, I mean, mm. Uh, I'll go down here. I never actually played Clue. I was more of a Monopoly fan because I can't stand uh, Clue. It's like, oh, it takes about. Oh my god, another thing I can't stand is Mousetrap. It takes about a year and a half to set up, and you're like, oh. yay! <laughs> 10 minutes of fun, yay! Mm. But yeah. I, lo- I loved Clue growing up. We played it all the time. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I was never a fan of it. I, was I grew up with it, and then I got my kids into it, so. We, we were very much a Clue family. Mm, okay, okay, enough. I was talking on here, there was a Clue musical. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, apparently there was a musical. I'm like, what the fuck is a musical? <laughs> and apparently there was, a, there was a TV show in the 90s. Really? Uh, apparently so. <laughs> I missed that one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Apparently, there's a actually there's multiple TV shows. There was one in the nineties allegedly. There was one in Australia called Clodo, and uh, I think there was one in Britain, which I don't think lasted very long. So I'm guessing it's the early nineties, late eighties, early nineties now. So hmm. none of so, them. Yeah. Very long. <laughs> no, no. Um, then of course there's the multiple um, video games. Like the Clue video games, the Clue video games, and of course there's multiple variations of the games. Like um, Clue does Millennium or how that is, or Clue does Simpsons or blah 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 blah, or oh. Clue does this 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 this. And I'm like, uh, no, no, your body's Monopoly. There's more 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 versions of Monopoly than ever. But anyway, let's talk about the movie itself. One thing I've got to see here: the dog shit gag goes on for too long. I'm like. We get it. He, uh, it's like, was it ten minutes? It was something like that. It, I, I thought they ended it at about the right time. It was, mm. it wasn't. I didn't find it tired by the time they ended it. But I remember thinking when I first saw the movie, I'm like, okay, that's a really old joke. Mm-hmm. That probably, I don't know. It, it, it did go on a little long, I guess. But it was just such an old joke. I'm like, I'm surprised that they bothered with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Also, I've got in here, poor dogs, as they're soaking wet in the little dog kennel kind of thing. I'm going, the poor dogs are getting drenched. <laughs> you... <laughs> I was thinking that too. I'm like, you monster vitamin. Dogs, oh my gosh. Mm. <laughs> ASPCA mm. needs to be called. Yeah, yes, exactly. exactly. Oh, yes, apparently, I saw that thing on the they're not until today. They're going to Hell House. So I take it that place is now haunted then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk it down here. Doc Brown is Doctor Who. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Christopher Lloyd drops, he was what, a doctor with United Nations operations of the Who Division, which is the World Health Organization. I'm going, Doc Brown is Doctor Who. No! <laughs> And it also spells out you know who. Does it? Oh God! Oh you, my God. United Nations Organization. World oh. Health and you know who. 
Oh my god. Which is unfortunate that he he didn't do it do any of it, but you know. Mm. Mm. I'll go down here. Was Lee Ving dubbed? Because he looks like he's dubbed. He was totally dubbed. He was so dubbed. <laughs> oh my god. It was terrible. I was like and and I remember being very distracted by it in nineteen eighty five when I first saw it. I'm like, okay, this is just terrible dubbing. I mean mm. I mean, at the time, I was like, this is 1985. We should have better done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just watched it today on Paramount Plus and Glorious 4K. I'm going, is he dubbed? Oh, my God, he's dubbed. <laughs> totally dubbed. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I've got in here. This movie is so quotable. It's unbelievable. The amount of quotes you can have. Like, mention people like Kleenex, soft, strong, and disposable. Yeah. You know? Or what's the other one I've got here? He wants to kill you in public? No, he wanted to kill me in public. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was, I actually laughed out. There, there's very few points where I actually laughed out loud. That was one of them that I laughed out loud. Because mm. I'm like, oh, that's good. That's very good. <laughs> yeah. 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 I've got on here Mrs. Peacock's hat is actually made of peacock feathers, allegedly. It and is. Been- well, peahen feathers, actually. But, oh right, okay, then. okay. I was wondering but, why guys, we here. Why is it gold? So to get the strip painted. What am I saying, John? Oh, you're an idiot, John. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, after down here, she's also uh, Jack from Will and Gracie's uh, acting teacher. That's how I know her. Really? Yes. I okay. didn't. Know. I didn't- I didn't watch that too much, so. Oh, did you know? Oh, well, yeah. she's also in Private Benjamin, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Which yeah, she's is, a huge, huge. She was a huge <clears throat> star at the time mm. when the Clue came out. Everybody mm. knew who Eileen Brennan was, so. Yeah, yeah. Because apparently the reason why she, she got this job was she just came out of rehab for painkiller addiction, and that's why she's a bit, shall we be kind and say, off in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's a bit erratic. Um, yeah. He was struggling, apparently, mm. uh, reportedly, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I've also got it here. Colonel Mustard, uh, Roseanne's boss slash Sabrina's head teacher. Yeah. That's how I, I know him. Uh, so, hmm. Uh, what the hell was his name? Martin Mull? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was going, when I first watched it, I was like, wait a minute here. That's Roseanne's boss. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I watched this in '91, I think it was. It must have been yeah, because Ron was what '88 was Roseanne. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, hmm. Uh, let me guess. What do? Oh yeah, Mrs. Green is Will's dad's mistress from Will and Grace. Oh, that's, yeah. how, <laughs> that's how I know her. I <laughs> So yeah, the rest of them, I had no clue. Who the other people were? Obviously, Tim Curry, I knew, but Tim Curry and Christopher Lloyd. But the other two, I was like, who are they? Oh, really? Um, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're all, they're, they were all well known at the time. All right, okay. They were all big stars. Okay, okay. Every single one of them. Well, here anyway. <laughs> mm, because my boyfriend turns and says, oh my God, that's the guy from Short Rocket 2. I was like, is it? And I went, oh my God. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, I've got in here. Oh, yes. Which weapon would you use given the opportunity? Oh. Um, okay, the wrench would be too violent. Um, knife would be too messy. 
Well, the brand should be too messy. Um, I have no idea. Like, none of them because I'm a nice person. <laughs> uh, uh, I've got down here the lead pipe, pipe or the knife. The rest of them are too messy. The gun's too loud. The wrench wouldn't kill you unless you know exactly where to hit. And also, that wrench is too noisy. And too heavy. Uh, yeah, and too heavy. And the rope, unless you can get, get a good height on a person, that wouldn't work. That's true. Um, the, like I said, so it would be the lead pipe or the knife. I'm, I'm concerned that you've given this thought. <laughs> of course I have. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm not a nice person, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, because I think that was self. Because apparently there's supposed to be other other weapons such as poison. Uh, what was it, a poker, a fire poker. Oh, hard game. I like. What? And what was the other thing? There's another thing I can't remember off the top of my head now. But they were cut, so there's only the the classic weapons. So. Hmm. Apparently, poison was in the uh, in an early version of the game was one of the things that you could use. Yeah, That's yeah. Why they included it in the the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you yeah. know, as possible poison, but yeah. Mm, mm. I got down here. Wouldn't this split up into pairs? Why the fuck didn't we pick up a weapon and take it with them, or a source of light, like a a torch or a flashlight, yeah. or a lighter or something, or a fucking candle? I'm going <laughs> take. Especially oh, since candles everywhere. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, that annoyed me. I was like, oh, my God. I was looking at here, Christopher Lloyd, pre-Back to the Future, who was known for, at the time, was it Taxi and Cuckoo's Nest? Yes, yeah. Yeah, because uh, this is pre, pre-Back to the Future, because I think it was like yes. the year before well, or something like that. Um, yes, it was pre-Back to the Future. Back to the Future came out in 80... 85. 85, so it would have been around the same time, so yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, but keep in mind, I think it took much film at the same time, but keep in mind, Back to the Future had a lot of special effects. So yeah. they had, this one doesn't have any special effects at all. I mean, it's got like yeah. uh, running around sort of stuff. So, hmm. Uh, I've got here a friend, it's a vet's French accent is very hello, hello. <laughs> Do you know about hello, hello? No. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> hello, hello is a, or hello, hello is a British late 80s. Uh, to mid 90s TV show based during World War Two, but the French Resistance, and they'll talk about the following Madonna with big boobies. Oh, she's going to play with her little tonk, and the accents are terrible because you've got Rennie is the cafe owner, right? His wife, I can't remember the wife's name, and there's the maid slash waitress, and she's also trying to get into Rennie's. Ah, oh, Rennie, and all that stuff. It's like, oh dear God. Um. There's the granny up the stairs with the bed that goes up and underneath the bed is a radio thing. So they're constantly contact the British because there's two British airmen who lands in this part of I think it's Paris and it or France. So they try to get the French air the, the British back to the British and they try to keep them away from the Germans, which is where the the little talk comes in. Uh, you're sitting there going, What the fuck's he talking about? <laughs> Um, because there's oh god, there's, there's a bit in it where there's a Gestapo guy, and he's into kinky shit. Uh, his whole gimmick is he's, he's wearing the long trench coat with a gimpy leg, and he hits his leg all the time with his cane, and he's got a girlfriend who, uh, is again 
they're Nazis, so let's just put that one in there. And she's a sex kitten, and she tries to go into him all the time, and it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. Then, of course, there's an Italian general, I think he's a colonel, fuck he is. Uh, I'm like, okay then, because it's meant to be World War Two. Uh, and then, of course, you have the Germans themselves are run by, oh my God, I can't remember his name now, off the top of my head. But uh, have you ever seen Leprechaun 4? No, no, I haven't. Yeah. In space, right? No, let's go for in space. The <laughs> bad guy, the, <laughs> the bad guy in that uh, turns himself into like a, it's a robotic spider type thing. And the whole joke is, it's a metal tank because it's a pun, a joke in the. Uh, never mind. I mean, mm. but like it lasted. I used to watch it as a kid, and the accents are like, oh hello, honey, and all that stuff. I am the what is it the the fault Madonna was a big booby because the whole joke is there's a painting with uh, Madonna and child and the, the whole gag is the fault Madonna is the big boobies. Oh my god! And it's supposed to be worth more money in the... Oh, never mind. This <laughs> 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 one softly. <laughs> uh, I've got it here. So who actually killed Mr. Body? I mean, because they say it was the wait, uh, the, the, the maid. They said it was the butler. said it was the supposed gay guy and the, who actually done it i mean who by the end <laughs> of the third ending i don't know well i mean technically mr body never died um, <laughs> oh, but, <geez>. mm. <laughs> um but i don't i don't remember who who did they say killed mr body because okay. at one point they say that a vet killed him by hitting over the head with the the, the uh, candlestick. Then an says, no, 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 he was... Uh, so it was happening over... The, I was like, what the... What, I'm, I'm lost here, so... Mm. <laughs> it was going by pretty fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got in here, the jokes are quite sharp, but they're not fast enough. There needs to be a bit more rapid fire. I mean, yeah. I thought to be a, a little bit more sharper and a little bit more faster, and this would be perfect. It needs yeah, a bit more was, camp. <laughs> Yeah, a little. It, it was a little. It was a little sleepy at times with their with their humor instead of like, you know, mm. tight and stuff. I that was always one of my complaints about the movie because I think it had such better. I mean, considering the actors that they were working with, mm. I mean, they've all done comedy before, so it's not mm. like it was foreign to them. I thought they should have. I don't know. Maybe it was directing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it was, or even worse, the writing. So, hmm. okay. <laughs> I've got down here. I'm not shouting. Okay, I'm shouting. No, you're shouting. Oh, shut up. Oh, stuff like that. So, so I've got also got down here. Tim Curry steals this movie. This movie is Tim Curry, much Absolutely. like Rocky Horror. He is the movie. Yeah, yeah. And the entire movie is as much as even if you hate the entire first three quarters of the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, the last. 10 15 minutes with Tim Curry running everywhere and yeah talking so fast and just being <laughs> Tim Curry um is worth everything uh, that just made the movie yeah and beating up as a, I've got down here beating up not JT Walsh as I thought that was for most of the, the time I've seen this until about the second the second to last time I watched it I went, that isn't JT Walsh you know the guy who played uh, the gay guy allegedly who was wasn't gay in the oh right yeah 
the guy from what the fuck's that called? Uh, yeah. Short Shot Kitsu. <laughs> From um, you know that mockumentary, um, the Rock mockumentary. Yeah, uh, Spinal Tap. Yeah. Spinal Tap. Yeah. He was also on SNL for a long, for a while. Okay then. Okay then. Yeah. Okay then. Okay then. I mean, I'm going. So I thought that was JT Walsh for long enough until about the second or third last time I watched it. I'm like, that's not JT Walsh. Oh, no. <laughs> it's it's Lenny from Lenny and Squiggy. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, what was that? He was just spin off. Oh, Laverne, I'm thinking of um, the Happy Days. That's Laverne and Shirley, isn't it? Yeah. It's Happy Days. I'm lost. Happy Days, is that from a spin-off Happy of... Happy Days, yes. Yeah. Laverne and Shirley was a spin-off of Laffy, Laffy, Happy Days. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and Michael McKean is Lenny of Lenny and Squeaky from Laverne and Shirley. Interesting. It's all very... It's it's. If if you were a child of the seventies, you totally know that. You also have a child of the eighties, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Although, do you want something will will blow your mind? The girlfriend of the Fonz in Happy Days is actually in an eighties horror movie called New Year's Evil, where she plays a really? punk roast, a, a, a punk host, uh, MTV style VH1. Uh, video DJ type person. Really? Yeah, oh, wow. look it up. It is hilariously bad. It's called New Year's Evil. 81, I think it was. 881. And I watch it every single New Year's Eve since I found out about it about five years ago. <laughs> and it's so bad. It's so are bad. You talk, are you talking Pinky Tuscadero? Yes, I think that's her name. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. So she's in there, and I'm like, who is this? And I found out she's actually from Happy Days, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, get it. Uh, oh, yes. I also got down, back to this movie here. I've got down here, each car, uh, colour, each person drives as a colour of the little piece in the game. But I have no idea about 50s cars, so I don't know if that's true or not, and what the hell the cars are. I'll just the IDB for that one, you know. Um... Although I, I love the fact how, uh, what was it, Mrs. What the fuck was that? Was it Mrs. Black? Uh, no, Black. The one with the um, that Christopher Lloyd picks up at the side of the road. Which one was that? Was that Scarlet? Scarlet. He picks up Scarlet. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. And I'm going. She just leaves her car at the side of the road. Lights are on. The doors opened. The bonnets opened. I'm going. And <laughs> I'm like, come on. <laughs> Gas prices these days, oh my god! <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh my god! I also got down here. What is it with the key switch thingy, and how the fuck did that? I'm going. I'm lost. I must have seen this about five times. But uh, it goes, you've got the key. No, no, no. The keys over there. No, the keys. I'll throw the key away. And then put the key with the and uh, I'm going. I'm lost. Yeah, I'm thinking it's. It. How many keys does he have in his pocket? For one thing. Hmm. Because, yeah, I was very confused by the keys. But I mean, I, guess, I have no idea. I mean, it's not it for being a uh, whodunit. It's not a movie where you have to think very much. Oh well, true, true, <laughs> true. That's very true. Also, um, you know the uh, singing telegram lady. Mm-hmm. She is the um, or was the uh, rhythm guitarist for the Go Go's. Okay, and who are the Go-Go's? <laughs> the Go-Go's? You don't know the Go-Go's. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm done with it. <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> I thought she was a stripper. I thought here she's a she was a a, um, a go go dancer. So that's wrong. No. She's a go go singer. No, she's in a band of go go. I thought she was a stripper. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my sweet mother bitch. Uh, I'm so embarrassed for you right now. <laughs> and I, I I'm like uh, moving on. <clears throat> anyway, the another thing that pissed me off was the way Colonel Mustard pours his drinks. My ex did that and it pissed me off. I was like, could you not pour it over the table and pour it over the It it didn't make <sighs> sense. Oh it my god. It's like it wasn't funny. It was like annoying because he was wasting good liquor, and it was just like it served no purpose whatsoever, except some mm. mindless slapstick, which meant nothing. Yeah, yeah. Also, I love the fact how what the Eileen Brennan like, is constantly shouting and falling and and like getting slapped around the place. I'm like, and this is the fifties, but come on, really? I mean, <laughs> and he's good. I had to slap her. She was she was hysterical. Really? Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> uh, I've got it in here, as I said to you, the matchstick, the matchstick matching, that's hard to fucking say. Wouldn't you take a weapon with you? Or a light source, as I said earlier? There's like 92 million candles in this place, and you don't pick up one of the fucking candles. What was a candlestick? <laughs> Put a fucking candle on it. <laughs> that was driving me nuts. Uh, well, oh, were, were, the, were the weapons locked up at that point? The weapons were supposedly. I right? suppose, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going use a candelabra then. Yeah. <laughs> use a use a candle. Use use a flashlight or a torch. I mean, use whatever you've got as a light source. And for all the shit, oh, we can't see in the light. There's a rat. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Grab that missing teapot that kept coming back and forth and back and forth whenever they showed the kitchen scene. God, oh my! There was a teapot on the stove, and then it wasn't on the stove, and then it was back again, and then it was gone. Yeah. I didn't really watch this. I mean, I missed that one. Although I love the fact that why uh, why is there a gigantic TV in the kitchen? I was like, there wouldn't there be a small TV? And I realised no, didn't have small TVs in the fifties, John. You tit, you're lucky you had a, I mean, a <laughs> remote control. Which had was to your be kids. big enough to show up on the screen. Mm. Otherwise, mm. we wouldn't be able to see that it was McCarthy on the TV. Mm. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God. Although in saying that, in the eighties. I was the remote, you know, press the button for the next channel, for fixing. Yeah. <laughs> I remember my grandmother had a had a remote that just had two buttons on it. That was it. It was like oh, channel up and channel down. And it oh, like clicked really yeah. heavy. Like yeah, you had to point it clicker. and it clicked it and it was really awkward. But it was fancy. Uh, God, no, I was the remote control for the shoot of paper in her pan. <laughs> Turn it over. Really. What, what, what channel were you? Press buttons instead of shouldn't have those buttons, so we're like click, 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 click the buttons. Yeah, oh my <laughs> oh, god. Youngsters these days. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh no, what was I? Da, 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 da. Uh, yeah. What the fuck have I got in here? Oh yeah. The pairings don't work as there is no suspense or laughs. I mean where where was the last supposed to be? You've I got it was it went on forever and nothing happened. Mm, mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. like suspense and suspense and suspense that never went anywhere. Yeah, I was going, where's the killing? And then somebody drops dead. I'm like, but that wasn't from any of the 
the the players. <laughs> it was from what was it? A, a a cop. Then it was the maid. Then it was the well, sort of the maid first. Then it was uh, the no, sort of cook first, the maid, then the cop, then the the mostress, and then the singing telegraph. Yeah. And then Mr. Body. But is he dead or not? Because you say oh, I'm confused. Here. <laughs> um, the hidden pastries are from the board game, which are all linked to the rooms in each board game, apparently. Yeah, yeah, they did that correctly. I noticed that when I was watching. Mm-hmm. What the hell does that say? The gun doesn't work. Oh yeah, the gun doesn't work. Head <laughs> <laughs> out, it's fine. That's <laughs> gonna get done. So right, so the doc, uh, what's his name, Professor Plum or Doc Brown, as I'm gonna hear, is given the gun. It goes off in his hand, right? So that's one shot. A vet fires three shots, one in the chandelier and two the door, and then there's one in, in the single telegraph. That's five bullets, isn't it? That's a five shooter. Right. So the whole two plus one plus two plus one thing doesn't work. It's <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Which that that sequence was just hilarious. Oh my gosh. We were talking about tight comedy. That was tight comedy right there. Mm. That was brilliant. Yeah. You did that. Because I was like, I was even confused. I'm like, wait, I'm <laughs> I'm okay at math, and I could not follow that. At all. I love that Tom oh, Goodick was, even if you are right, you've got two plus one plus one plus two plus. She's like, what the fuck? Oh, you go, Brad, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So the cop shows up, but the gun is still lying on the chandelier. I just walked past it. I'm going, so there's a gun with at least a bullet left in that, or two bullets left, if you can curry. So he just walked past the loaded gun. I'm going, would the cop do that? I mean... Even if he's off duty, wouldn't he go, why is there a gun lying there? Maybe he didn't see it? <laughs> that, that's, that's the story. Okay, then. <laughs> I've got down here. Mr. Green, shot a circuit two guy. It just hit me. <laughs> <laughs> I've got down here. The singing telegraph is a stripper. No, John, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, my God. Go-go is not a go-go dancer. It's oh, completely different. God. Uh, moving on very swiftly. Six people are killed, yet no one takes the blame. And also, this feels tame. You know, there's six people killed. Oh, right. So I'm going... Ooh, um, hmm. <laughs> uh, and Wordsworth's explanation gets tiresome, I thought, as he's going... But you're the one that does the whole picture, and you, go, you get the... the the gun, you've got the knife, then you've got the candlestick and you've got the lead pipe, and there's a gun there, and I'm like, yeah, that's a bit much. I see why this ending was cut, and why the other two were made, sort of thing. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was still, it was, I, I still, I still like it. But. Yeah, yeah, I've got it here. Of the three oh. endings, what is your favourite one? My favourite, the, Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm partial to the Scarlet one since that was the first one that I saw and the only one I saw for years until it was released on uh, tape. Um, but I liked the, the the final, final one was the most satisfying. Mm-hmm. I thought I've got to hear the butler did it is the one I like. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, I've got down here, I sound like I don't actually like this thing, but this is the perfect Sunday afternoon, wet Sunday afternoon movie. You know, you just have to watch it and there's nothing else. You just, <laughs> eh, it just washes over you. So, mm. um, I mean, yeah, yeah. I've got in here, I don't know, I took keen on the politics of this movie, where when they find out that the, I forgot the character's name now, the short circuit guy was supposed to be gay, they're all going, oh my God, don't, don't sit next to me sort of stuff. I'm going, that's a bit much, I mean, I get it's supposed to be the 50s. Yeah. Um, I'm going, uh, you're supposed yeah. to prefer, mm, it was, it, you know. it was a little, it was a little cringeworthy. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was 1985. So mm. that sort of sentiment was still very prevalent in movies and stuff. Mm, yes. Or, uh, yeah. You know, a yeah. comic foil kind of thing. But yeah, it was kind of cringeworthy. Mm. Mm. So it was I'll... funny when, when they were pairing up, they were, before the matchsticks, when they were talking about pairing up and, you know, the, the maid was like, you know, who's going to go with me? <laughs> he, he says, no, thank you. And he walks away. <laughs> I, uh, I love the fact that one of the ending is, I'm going home to save my wife. Hmm. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. That was just too much. Wait, that one back. Cut. Take it. Oh, Jesus Christ. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and why uh, didn't they credit... Um, the FBI guy. Um, how, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Uh, the guy from WKRP. Um, uh, actually, he's, he's actually uncredited on IMDb at the very, very bottom. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't credited. So I'm like, he was kidding. Off the top of my head. I should know it because he's super well known. But, um, but yeah, yeah, the whole, the he, whole he wasn't Jesus. Anywhere. <laughs> I'm like, was yeah. he was like, was he like, okay, this movie is just so bad. I don't want to be. <laughs> I don't want to mm. get blamed for it. Mm. But you know, it. it I, it was weird. It's weird. Mm, okay. Okay. I mean, I was going, Joe was witness. Uh, what the hell? Then he goes back as the head of the FBI or something like that, or one of the FBI. Then he's, what the hell was Wordsworth thing? He was supposed to be like a cop or a fed or what the fuck he was supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> he was supposed to be a fed posing as a, as a, a Jesus guide. Mm-hmm. No, I talked about Wordsworth when, when oh, that word was revealed. Oh. I don't know about that, man. Because <clears throat> mm. like, I'm going, he's a butler, but then he's not a butler, but he's a fed, but he's not a fed. He's a the black, black, blackmailer. I can't fucking speak. Blackmailer, but then he's not a blackmailer. So I'm going, <laughs> I'm right, lost. It, but he's really Mr. Body. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah. I was like, okay, who's working for who? And <laughs> how is all this happening? And. How did the FBI get involved? Who was mm. who called them? Because, you know, mm. I don't know. Mm. I was very confused. Mm. I love the, uh, the very end. Well, actually, the second ending. Uh, they, they send out, uh, what was it? Mrs. Gruff. Fuck, I've got her name. Eileen Brennan's character. And the jumper. And the camera pans, but you can see the post. <laughs> the, punch, <laughs> the, the cops punch the shit out <laughs> Going, what the fuck? <laughs> Oh my god, I'm going. I guess it's 19, 1955, but really, would the cops just jump on her and beat the shit <laughs> Oh my god. Anyway, so let's um, wrap this thing up. Like I said, this is a perfect Sunday afternoon movie. However, I get kind of bored of this after 45 minutes. I thought it outlasted its worth, sort of thing. Um, but however, this is Tim Curry's movie. 
and Tim Curry is this bloody well movie. Uh, would this work with, with Ron Atkinson? Maybe, because they two have a similar energy. Yeah. But like I said, the endings confuse me. I'm going, so who was blackmailing who? Why is there there's a, a madame and she's got the... the, the uh, mm-hmm. So what do you say? Um, I, I actually... I think I like it now more than I did when I originally saw it back in the day. Um, I don't know why that is exactly probably because, you know, I mean, even back then Tim Curry was known, so it's not like he was this, you know, strange person that we didn't know starring in this movie, but I guess I appreciate him more now that I've seen so many things that he's done. And this is still one of his better performances. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, that's very true. I mean, he's a really, he was a really good actor. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, the last, like I said, the last few minutes of the movie just made it for me because it's just like makes everything worthwhile having mm. for that long. But okay. it's it's a lot more fun to watch with people alongside you, so you can laugh and talk and you know talk about mm. what's going on in the movie and and how bad the bad parts are and how good the good parts are. I mm. watched it by myself alone in my, my living room. And mm. it's more fun when you're watching it with people. Yes, yeah, that's, that's very true. I mean, I watched it with my uh, with my boyfriend and he was going, oh my God, that's that. that. Yes, thank you. you shh, I'm trying to take notes here. You know? <laughs> I try so, to work here. Mm. <laughs> yeah, shut up. <laughs> um, so let's go to sort of five. One being crap and five being great now i'm going to give this thing a middle road three so what would you give it i would give it a three and a half because of tim curry well yes yeah true true but three i i yeah three and a half gives it eh, i wouldn't say a four definitely not a four but mm. not a three. No. yeah anyway, i'll see this sure this is a three <laughs> Uh, this is uh, this is a middle road movie for me, sort of thing. I mean, Tim Curry is this movie, and some of the other players are trying, but ultimately, it's either a bad case of directing or a bad case of writing, and that's why they don't seem to to work. It's good. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. The weird thing, I I, I know the script. <laughs> the, it's funny because it was written by just one person, and you don't see that very often anymore. You don't see. Mm. It written by one person it's usually by two people or three people or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, started by one and finished by another um, yeah. and I think it would have helped having somebody else in there to edit mm. apparently um, there's two versions of this on book form there's a kiddies version which was basically the script but it had like really piss poor pictures in between pages another one was a novelization of the original script that had all four endings in it uh, and apparently it is a collectible, collectible for if you're a fan of the movie. However, it sells for nine hundred dollars. Oh, so <laughs> more than the movie cost. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think the kids' version sells for like one hundred and fifty. So, mm. oh, but yeah. I was like nine hundred dollars for a book you want slot. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's not, it's not that important of a cultural movement. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then let's um finish this thing so thank you for listening now you can follow us on twitter at midnight movie pod i'm still annoyed somebody stole midnight movie mania the bastards are there um that's spelled m-i-d-n-i-t-e because fucking somebody stole that version oh no 
bloody bastard. <laughs> um, you can follow <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at here's Johnny's seventy nine, and you can follow Spike at Spike Warden one S P I K E W A R D E N the number one. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can also follow us on Instagram, which is Midnight Movie Mania Pod. Uh, now our next podcast will be the Muppets seventy nine. Yes, that's what's <laughs> I love the Muppets so much. Oh, it's so good. Oh my god! I mean, I've not actually saw that movie. Do you know, I've never saw it start to end. Never. Oh my gosh, you're so missing out. It is. Oh, it's so good. I mean, of all the Muppet movies, I've always seen two. I've <gasps> always seen uh, Muppets in Space or takes what it's called Muppets uh, the Space version, and I've always seen. Uh, what's that one called again? Uh, the Christmas one? Oh, um, it's oh, Christmas Carol. Oh, yeah, Muppet's Christmas Carol. That's it. Good. I haven't seen the rest of them, so I'm like, okay then. <laughs> it's so good. It's how they get together. So much fun. <laughs> I love the Muppet. You can tell because I'm getting all high pitched. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is unfortunately, the Muppets fall under musicals and. There's always certain musicals I would watch. So, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hmm. Um, and then the rest of the movies, oh, well, I have no idea what to do. <laughs> <laughs> so it will come up. <laughs> yeah, something will come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, bye. And is everyone else? <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye bye. <laughs> okay. <laughs>